Hey there, I'm Lee Sargent, this is Art Trek. It's a podcast that focuses on the art of Star Trek. The visual elements, the, the designs, uh, the look and feel. Now, fair warning, I'm no expert in this. I know what I like and I've definitely got my own thoughts. But if you're looking for some high-level academic approach, then this isn't the place for you. These are all my opinions and you're probably best to keep that in mind when you're kind of listening to it and and completely disagree with something I say, which you're welcome to do. So in each of these episodes, I'm going to focus on something uh, pretty specific. So one element of, of the visuals of Star Trek. And for the first episode, I'm going to be talking about the poster art for Star Trek of the Motion Picture. So the poster we're talking about is, of course, the main poster for Star Trek The Motion Picture. Uh, there were three posters, I believe, that came out. Uh, there was, a, I think, a teaser poster, uh, the main one, obviously, and there was like an alternate uh, that might have run like just different formats and stuff. Uh, the one I want to talk about, of course, is the one we all know and love, and it's the main poster, which was done by Bob Peake, who is a giant in movie poster design, uh, has done a lot of the Star Trek posters, and it's obviously a visual style that I grew up kind of just devouring because these are the the covers generally of the Star Trek uh, VHS video the videos of the films and and poster art's always been something I've been fascinated with because it just captures this uh, the vibe of this film and and I think Star Trek the motion pictures poster is just it is so iconic you've got these these shafts of light going into in well they're already in the sky of, of this kind of rainbow effect and you've got the three floating heads of kirk spock and mccoy uh, not mccoy and ilea and mccoy would have made sense as well but they, they have of course ilea there now what is interesting i, I was reading they re-released this poster a couple of years ago with an alternate take because that was the original well that was the final that bob peak handed into the execs and the executives kind of looked at it and apparently William Shatner prefers to be on the left side for some reason. Um, I'm not really sure. Maybe it's because he feels he comes first or something like that anyway. But originally he was on the on the right-hand side. And so they actually flipped and moved the heads around so that, that Kirk and Spock were actually changed over. Which is kind of fascinating because it's uh, it, back then I'm not exactly sure how they would have actually done it. Uh, whether or not they would have uh, had to kind of start from scratch or, or paint that back in. I, I've seen an early draft of this poster, which is without any of the um, the heads in it. And it's just literally the, the light and the Enterprise. And it, it just... So obviously they can be added in and taken out by the artist. I just... Now we would do it with Photoshop. But back then I imagine you had to, had to kind of either screen print it in or paint it back in again from scratch which is um, kind of insane and and full credit to them uh, it's got the kind of the rainbow colors which you know aren't necessarily associated with Star Trek particularly at this stage so it, it's an interesting choice uh, there's a lot of kind of what feels like prism work with light kind of coming out of, of this kind of uh, prism kind of style and and to mention it when you kind of look at it, so we've got a star field on the background and then the, the human adventure is just beginning up in the corner. I'm looking at the poster, which has, of course, got all the bits and pieces on it already. Uh, and, and the Star Trek, the motion picture with with light kind of behind it. And it's you've got the Enterprise and there's kind of lines kind of going through the Enterprise 
and and I'm not even sure kind of what it's it's almost like a lens flare or, or a motion blur, uh, but it's going in in up and down. So it's like the Enterprise is is being shaken up and down. But what's cool about it is, and, and it's kind of bizarre because I know that they're given imagery from the film but not altogether like the full picture so that's why things kind of crop up in posters that aren't accurate because they didn't have the actual accurate stuff they just had either uh the original blueprints or things like that but here we've got of course the there's lots of light coming out of the of the main deflector dish and there's light coming out of the nacelles and and it's really kind of i i i just love it i think it looks fantastic even though it doesn't necessarily uh, the light coming out of the cells particularly doesn't necessarily make sense, but it just it looks so cool. And then we've got these amazing eyes, and and this is something that I think Bob Peake is just fantastic at is capturing these these the well capturing the likeness of the characters is perfect. Uh, they look fantastic, and they've got this wonderful kind of seventies vibe about them. But the eyes. Uh, particularly Ilea looking straight out at you is just uh, it's it's gorgeous and I think Spock is read it really well. If I had a criticism, I guess the Captain Kirk is is a little lost in that in that red. He's uh, not as well defined as Spock, but maybe that's a maybe that's right, uh, or maybe it was maybe it was a, a little bit of revenge for demanding to be on the other side. Uh, I don't know, but it's. Overall, the poster itself is just, it, it is an iconic poster, as I keep kind of saying. And, and I don't want this podcast to just kind of de-evolve into just me screaming into the microphone how brilliant and iconic each of these different things are. But the, the Star Trek The Motion Picture poster certainly does hold a place in my heart. Uh, and it's just... I've spent many hours kind of contemplating it, and I've even tried to replicate it myself in my own style uh, with uh, what I would consider limited of, uh, limited capacity or, or, or to limited success. Sorry, but I just I, I think it's it's like it's just it's it's just a very cool composition, and even from the film itself, it's you know it's it's probably a lot more dramatic than the film kind of is sometimes uh it's when not the the cloud behind the like the light cloud behind the logo is is meant to represent vija and it's just yeah i i think it's I, I think it's an interesting kind of choice to drop mccoy from it uh and not have him on the on the poster and just have it's the kirk spock and ilea representing i guess uh not only uh well Vija type of thing, uh, but that whole unknown. Uh, although she doesn't have the the, it, it's unclear whether or not it's the mechanism Ilea because it doesn't have the the probe in her neck type of the light in her neck, uh, which could have been another element that could have been added in, but it may not have even been uh, available to Bob Peake to see, or, or even I don't even know how much he knew about the the actual storyline. So. The light behind Star Trek, the motion picture there may not be an indication of Vija at all. It may simply be an aesthetic choice. And it's a very cool aesthetic choice. And I think it's a it's a great first poster. Uh, and I just think that it would have stood out really well, uh, which is what you want for a poster. Uh, this is kind of definitely the golden age of the floating heads. Floating heads became a bit of a thing, unfortunately, that just got rolled out all the time. Whereas I think what... 
Bob Peake's done here is definitely added value to that. Like I think having that the composition is is interesting and it's different, uh, or it may not have been different, it may just have been new at the time. So. Do I like the Star Trek The Motion Picture poster? Yes, I do. Uh, do I like the alternative one, which has got Kirk kind of looking at? I actually kind of do like the the one which was originally pitched. Uh, it's, I'm not going to talk about that too much because I, I do want to focus on the, the, the official one, the one which is, uh, I guess, the committee decided to go with because I think it's very balanced apart from the fact that Kirk's face is a little bit uh, washed out. Uh, and it probably could have used a little bit more definition on that side. But mentioning variants, uh, there have certainly been at least two versions in modern times that I'm aware of. Uh, one of them was for when, I think it was for when they brought out the director's cut uh, of Star Trek The Motion Picture, and they replaced the painted kind of floating heads with photos. I believe they were photos. If they weren't photos, my apologies to the artist, they were very good and very photorealistic. It just brought the, the definition up, and I think that's what they were going with for highlighting that for the Star Trek The Motion Pictures could kind of, you know, revamp and, 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 and new special effects, stuff like that. Still, it's a testament to the, to the composition that that still worked, even though they altered it slightly. It just looks fantastic still. Uh, the other version was, of course, for Star Trek Beyond, which was a alternate poster, which I think they gave away at one of the preview screenings uh, that it hit online, and it was just so cool. Because you also, there was a lot of influence of Star Trek, the motion picture, in Star Trek Beyond. Uh, a lot more than I think purists would like to probably admit, but there certainly were a lot of kind of hints uh, and nods towards Star Trek, the motion picture in that film. And I love that they recreated the poster with the new actors. And instead of Ilea, they had the the woman from uh, the, the movie, which I have completely forgotten her name. And that makes me the worst Star Trek fan ever because I, I'm a huge fan of hers. And it's, it's on the tip of my tongue. And it's just going to drive me crazy. And as soon as I, I turn this off, I will remember her name and I'll really, really make myself very sad for not knowing it, for not knowing it now. Uh, but at any rate, they, they recreated the poster. It looked amazing. I'm very jealous of everyone who got a copy of it. But you can see how iconic this poster is. And, and this is really what this podcast is about. It's about... Not being too heavy about the whole thing, just kind of sharing the things that I like and what I don't like about certain things. And it's as I've said in the beginning, it's an uneducated opinion. I just love this poster. If you love it, uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the poster. You can hit me up on Twitter. Uh, most of you would already know me. I doubt very much you're discovering this podcast without uh, me kind of flogging it on Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, so, of course, at Lee Sargent, L-E-E-S-A-R-G-E-N-T. And I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me essentially at uh, LeeDrawsStuff.com. Uh, also, if you really do love the podcast, you love the kind of work that I do and you kind of want us to hear more, Definitely jump on to um, patreon.com, track me down on there. Uh, always sharing kind of behind the scenes stuff of my uh, the pencils that I draw and stuff like that. And I'll also be dropping these podcasts a little bit earlier on there uh, so you can get a bit of a preview of them. And I'll probably continue the conversation at depth over there as well. 
but I definitely would love to hear your thoughts on Star Trek the Motion Pictures poster. Uh, is it a poster that works for you? Uh, can you, if you didn't like the film, do you like the poster or vice versa even? Uh, and is it something that you like? When did you first see the poster, and what did you did it intrigue you? Did it want to draw you into into going and seeing Star Trek the Motion Picture? Or what is this this whole Star Trek thing? And particularly if you're a new fan of like Discovery and stuff like that, you've just come on board to Star Trek, and it's so you're you're very much used to the newer elements. Does this intrigue you and make you want to go back and look at kind of something older? Uh, I'd love to, as I say, I'd love to hear everyone's thoughts. So hit me up on uh, Twitter or, uh, yeah, as I say, just kind of jump on Patreon or Facebook. And you can even send me an email or a message via the website. Uh, thanks very much for listening to this first podcast. I know it was a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of enthusiasm and threw it all at you very quickly. Uh, but I want these to be pretty short. I don't kind of want to get too kind of bogged down. I just like to hear my enthusiasm for the image or, or my disgust of the image. I won't always be talking about things that that uh, that I'm happy with or I like. I, I talk about kind of design aesthetics and and colors and all types of stuff in the future. Uh, hoping it'll be a weekly thing, but we'll have to see how my schedule goes. Uh, thanks very much for joining me and subscribe. Definitely subscribe and let let all your friends know if you um if you do like the podcast or you uh, well. If you, if you hate the podcast, don't tell any of your friends. I don't, I don't need that kind of press. But if you love the podcast, definitely tell your friends to, to get on board. Uh, because, you know, as I said, I'll, I'll try and talk about kind of some of the feedback you give and suggestions and stuff like that and hopefully make this a real conversation. Thanks very much, everyone. Bye. <laughs>